that win. What offense. That's why they call it execution. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode two of Crease Crankers here in studio. We got Butters, Piz, and Big T behind the glass. We got Elo and Fergie Ferg, and we're very excited that lacrosse is back. We got to see a lot of teams last week and impress us, disappoint us, but there were some, you know, real special moments some from some freshmen getting their first action in, some players starting their final tour. What were our first reactions from this weekend, and who impressed us? Uh, I would go with uh, that Duke attack line, McDory, Williams, O'Neal. That was pretty uh, deadly. Especially, yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's fresh on the mind after last night, too. Especially uh, after we might have said high point was going to cover, but that's okay. <laughs> we also said it was going to be the over. So, like we talked about before the podcast, we were one on one. Yeah, one on one, not not bad in that game. Um, Duke does look very, very impressive. Yeah, I think the McAdory on attack is just uh, next level. I mean, he. And I think the biggest thing too is they get they look to get him the ball early and often, right? So that early offense. I mean. That second goal he had last night, or Duke's second goal last night, where he just—I mean, I want to know what he runs his forty in. Yeah, I mean, have, <laughs> he's got to run like a four-five forty. He had a little least. twister on that run too, which was pretty sweet. That was the first goal of his, right? Yeah, yeah. Duke's second of the game, his first. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I thought that attack line—I mean, it's just kind of like a balance of everything. You have McAdory who can run the show pretty much for anywhere. He's kind of like that speed dodger. O'Neill's kind of you know that physical can bull rush. You can you know. He's like we were talking, you know, he can beat you in many different ways. And then Williams just, you know, is a straight up. Yeah, think it of it's pretty similar to the Mikey Sowers O'Neill situation we saw, except McAdory could get to the rack a little bit better than Sowers can. Yeah, I mean, he's Which just is a like, wild. Well, I mean, Sowers statement. is a great facilitator. He knew when to move the rock, though. He was, I mean, one of the best features college cross I've ever seen. Yeah. McAdory's easily. Tour and finalists, you know, early on here. <laughs> I think Max Ability also comes from the fact that, you know, we mentioned too, it. And I'm a Duke fan. We mentioned it last week, how he ran out of the midfield. So, like, he's got both dynamics now. Yeah. He knows he's, where he's playing from. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's going to be top notch. Duke looks pretty, <laughs> Duke looks pretty good. I mean. Oh, for sure. You know, we'll see. Obviously, you know, we've been talking about how they usually lay an egg early on. But that could be, hey, trends, trends change. So. For yeah, sure. Maybe like, this year they just run the table. Duke, Duke's on a little <laughs> revenge tour for missing the tournament last for year. Sure. Started off for real sure. hot. I mean, we had a lot of really good games through the weekend. One that I think we talked about a lot. A lot of people were on was the Hopkins Jacksonville game. Yeah. Where a lot of us took Jacksonville here. John Hopkins beat them up pretty good. Jacksonville did not look great at all. I mean, they were playing down south, so they weren't even dealing with these cold temperatures. Jacksonville should have had a little edge. I know they had, uh, you know, their top dog out, but what did we think of that game? I thought Hopkins. I didn't think either team impressed me. Yeah, I mean, I think I know we were texting during the game. Like Jacksonville just refused to slide. Yeah, refused. Yeah, their defense looked sloppy. So that must have been talked about, you know, going into the game. Like, hey, we're going to make Hopkins earn their slides. Which like kind of makes me also eat my words from Pod One. Where I said, like, you know, those slide packages are pretty dialed. And then I was sitting there and I'm like, wow, these guys don't have anything yeah, dialed whole, right now. Yeah, what's easier to gel, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 I mean, I think week one sort of answered that offense was easier to gel. It looked like a lot of the defensive side of the ball, like, yeah. was a little bit all over the place. There were a lot of hot goalies this weekend. Eat my words there, too. I also did think, though, on the other side of the ball of that uh, Jacksonville-Hopkins game, I thought Hopkins' D looked pretty solid. They were rotating well. They were out on hands. They seemed to have a strong physical presence the whole game, whistle to whistle. Yeah. 
Um, so I mean, that's kind of my takeaway. Yeah, I mean, it was game. a five goal game, but Hopkins, big boy, Jacksonville, yeah. like yeah. that, that was not yeah. a close. No, game. for sure. Well, Hopkins, Hopkins heard the outside noise. Then being underdogs, going down to Jacksonville, maybe they listened to the you know Chris Cranker's pod. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you know, and uh, they kind of sent a message. So, and then we'll see this weekend now, right? Now they go from Jacksonville, and then now playing Georgetown this weekend. You know, we'll touch on that a little later, but uh, yeah. So you know, we'll see. Thing another game through the weekend, we had Bucknell Mercer. It was the first game off. Bucknell's offense was flowing fast. Yeah, that was it a freshman show. Flowing. Yeah, freshman show. Meyer and then Hopkins. You know, Meyer six pack in the first game. That's pretty good. Got it. Got it. And then that. Dutch Furlong put up ten points. Yeah. I mean, quietly. Yeah. So, quietly Dutch. Yeah. Because I think like you know. Myers and obviously a couple of us at this table are a little biased of coaching coaching <laughs> Michael. Um, I was a little more juiced about Mike going off in his first game, but Dutch quietly having an absolutely massive day yeah. um, after I kind of sat back and my adrenaline died out, you know, looking yeah. at the box. I, I think moving forward for Bucknell, face-offs are going to be a problem. I for don't sure. think their face-off guy or their face-off crew is – you know, above the rest of Division One, I, I think they're sort of in the middle of the pack, maybe mm-hmm. on the lower end. I know Mercer's face-off guy got hurt on in the first quarter, mm-hmm. so they're able to, you know, win possessions pretty early. Their offense could click. We don't know much about their defense. I think it's going to be a yeah. face-off battle for them. Yeah, I mean, tricky, again, Robert Morris coming in this weekend. So that's Robert Morris is, you know, they're always a— uh, They're definitely coach. a step up above Mercer. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's, that's the test. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see. We'll find out. I st- yeah, I still like Bucknell to get it done, though, against Bobby Mo. Yeah. yeah. As, as we'll go I into whether you think they'll cover the spread later. <laughs> I haven't even looked at the spread. I'm unprepared. I'm on my JUCO homework style for this uh, podcast. And through the weekend, we also had Navy went 2 0. They took down Mount St. Mary's in Queens. Yeah. Maryland ran over Richmond. Uh, great defensive performance there. Yeah. I mean, you know, Maryland. Maryland's 11 out of their 15 goals were assisted. Wow. That's, I mean, I mean, Richmond shot four for 42. So I, oh. I don't know if. Maryland's defense is as good as that scoreline is yeah. saying, but make McCarr four cars turnovers. That's no, nah, he's a, he's a dog. Yeah, I mean, again, that's you know, we're in number one form too. Yeah, so um, what was the other? oh I mean, and then you know, of course, we can touch on Q's Vermont lowest scoring game of the weekend. Um, it was a solid game though. Yeah, I mean, Vermont had him there. It was what five four, and then yeah. Spelina's goal tied it up at the end of the third. Obviously, the whole talk is, you know, Spillina one for 15 shooting. What does that mean? I mean, you know, listen, I think I took 15 shots in a season. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, you know. I, but I'm also going to uh, defend Joey here a little yeah, bit. 100%, yeah, 100%. I mean, I think, I think we're he, all on the same page of creating 15 opportunities for yourself. Yeah, is I mean, yeah. Like, it's immensely impactful moving forward. Like, if you're creating 15 chances, you're going to shoot the rock at 30 to 35% in your 100%. career. Yeah, that's five goals right there. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, you know, I think the Syracuse offense is going to be in good hands the next four years with him and Thompson. You know, it's right. it's first time playing on yeah. that stage. It's you, you know, know you're playing like, in the dome. That's you know, I think every like a freshman year is going to you're going to go through like peaks and valleys, right? You're going to see freshmen who maybe start out hot. Meyer, six goals for Oof. sure, right? And then maybe mid season he's starting to get scouted. Goalie's yeah. seeing his tendencies, things like that. So it, there's going to be peaks and valleys, right? And I think that's where you can see you know the mental makeup of kids. You know, okay, hey. Start out hot, didn't start out hot, right? You know, peaks and valleys, starting the conference play. You know, Spelina comes out hot in ACC play. Yeah, for yeah, sure. One for 15 shooting. Yeah, people forget about that. Real quick. <laughs> Real quick. Oh, abso- so. Absolutely. And this Q's team has probably the brightest future in Division One with Finn Thomas, Michael yeah. 
Leo and Joey Spina, you know, three. I like that Leo kid too. Yeah, yeah Leo's legit for sure. That are going to really impact yeah. this, you know, offense early, and you know, the more experience they get, just the better yeah. they get. I don't, I don't know how far they could go this year. Honestly, yeah, I think you know, but uh, you know, if they put the foundations, you know, the, the pieces in place, right, to build upon that for the years to come, that's that's it. So again, that ACC, you know, it's going to come down to like we talked about week one, you know, conference play. Can you go three and three? Can you, you know, what can you do in the tournament? Right? Can you get hot, make a run? Who knows? Maybe Q's can do that towards the end. Get some bid. We do. Rock. We do have to talk about the uh, biggest goal differential of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take that one over there, piss. I, I, uh, I definitely owe Marquette an apology. Um, <laughs> I, I might have said they quote unquote sucked, <laughs> um, but yeah, they they walked into their home field and absolutely dogged Lindenwood seventeen two. Yes, they did. Playing they, in that bubble gives me—I mean, at least watching it—it it gives me a different feel of a game. Dude, that camera is set up the lowest angle possible. Mm. You will never watch. Well, then did a you game see the, from and then the Maryland angle. game? They were practically up in the nosebleeds. <laughs> I think it was. So it. I just feel like if I was playing indoors no, personally, like it'd feel like more of like a practice, like fun atmosphere type of game with you know a lot of close quarters, very loud. I feel like that's that's going to weigh into a lot of uh, factors going to Marquette and playing there. Especially uh, there's a couple other teams that play in a bubble, but they're, but not even they're like most known for it. Not even like a bubble. Like Marquette's is a bubble like providence yeah. i think it is has an indoor spot but it's like a warehouse it's like a big field <laughs> marquette is quite literally an inflatable bubble yeah. i'm, pre- I'm People pretty are on the field i'm pretty pumped that we just got this recorded that piz apologizing <laughs> to marquette <laughs> yeah when their next three games are utah <laughs> notre dame and michigan where yeah. Piz is probably going to be like, ah, you know. Oh, maybe they do something. I'll, <laughs> I'll put a little chicken on this game, yeah. you know, pay him back, and then next no. week he's going to be pulling his hair out of his head. Like, they soft. They soft. They're the worst team ever. I I'm can't believe they're even playing the I'm not dropping a dollar on Marquette yeah, for either yeah, of those yeah, games. Yeah. Yeah. Until he, until my phone starts buzzing on Saturday. Yeah. Hey, T, listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I did it. Hot There's take. no way Marquette's not taking <laughs> yeah, down Notre Dame. T, I woke up and I was thinking, uh, Marquette's the play. <laughs> Other, I think the other two games, you know, the Big Ten teams, Rutgers, absolutely dominating Marist, and then Ohio State, absolutely dominating uh, Air Force. Again, I mean, Ohio State cleared it 100%. Face-offs, 22-26. That kid Blanchard just absolutely dominated. Um, and then Rutgers, same kind of deal. They, you know, 11 out of their 20 were assisted. You know, coolest, you know, a nice 5-3 and three day from him. Um so, you know, the Big Ten, I think it's going to be Rutgers, Ohio State, really challenging. Maryland, you know, which we saw last year too. But, you know, I think Rutgers can definitely make a, a Yeah, a R- Rutgers push. looked awesome. Yeah. I don't think they were tested as much. I think Maris a little bit down this year. I know they have a mm-hmm. lot of returners, but they just – they didn't seem to be clicking very well. You just said Rutgers, Ohio State are the ones that are going to test Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. When we open the yeah, pod about one. Duke and how they looked extremely good, they're not going to test Maryland? I'm talking about he's in, big, we're in talking the Big about Ten. Conference, oh, conference. Oh, oh, oh yeah. just for the yeah. conference. Just yeah. for the conference. Don't give me the eye. Right. Right. Don't give me the eye. You're missing a big part there, T. All right, yeah. let's, don't, let's don't, get don't. into uh, our weekly <laughs> right, awards here before T loses it. Uh, about <laughs> so I'll open it up with uh, what we're going to do here in this segment is we're pretty much going to go through our team of the week, player of the week, rookie of the week, and specialist of the week. We're going to talk through it, and you guys are going to sort of see the reasoning behind why we pick each team. I'm going to start off with my team of the week. Duke going 2-0, absolute dominant win over HPU. And it looks like they're on a revenge tour, as I mentioned earlier. They're, they're clicking on all cylinders. Their defense looks good. Transition looks good. William Hellman, the goal, looks legit. 
Yeah, he's they're two and zero. He started. I mean, the goalie last night at home for them started that game out hot. I mean, high point. High point was competing with them in the beginning, and then you know, obviously the goalie, you know, hell making those saves, it just like, kind of took the win out of sales. Turned into a then, runway train. Yeah, and then it turned into like an eleven zero run. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Helm's sort of single handedly the reason they didn't cover, but we're not we're not going <laughs> to out him here. <laughs> but yeah, um, I like that pick. Yeah, uh, you know. Um, Again, it's that attack line, McDorian attack. That's that's just it's going to be a tough. I, I love watching him play. I don't tag. know if they have McDorian jerseys out yet, but uh, <laughs> we're going to need to get you on butters. <laughs> all about it. Um, I'll jump into my team of the week, Rutgers. Domination. Reason I picked Rutgers just because you're looking at the stats. You can say what you want. Who they played. Again, you still got to show up, right? They had 44 ground balls to Maris's 26, 11 out of the 20 assisted, nine cost turnovers, 94 percent clearing. And dominated the faceoff. So I went based on pure stats. Absolutely. Stack guy butters. I'm kind of following Liam's lead on not the team, but the reason. Uh, I'm going Navy. Back-to-back games. I mean, it's tough to play two days in a row. Originally, yeah. I thought that Navy <laughs> Unless was— Unless you're playing Queens on day two. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's still a game. <laughs> yeah, it's still the bodies game. were hurting, but, you know. Um, I, see, I kind of see your reasoning. So I'm going with them. Back-to-back games. Back-to-back wins. Is that does that have anything to do with you picking them to win the league? You're I'm also gonna to, like, I'm gonna have vindicate. to disagree no, no, with you I here. I told him that I'm staying on my Patriot League boys, but that that didn't influence. I crazy. can make, I think we can make a case for Rutgers here. I think Navy's a little outlandish because you know halfway through the first quarter, Navy was playing their second stringers, and game's I don't know. Game. Mm. Let's keep game's the outlandish game. takes rolling. <laughs> Navy baby, love the back to back. Got go. it done. Give me that. Let's go. Guys, yeah, I mean, yeah. from two guys, Let's... listen, now we're going to split the table in half here. NCAA athletes, NCAA watchers. Y'all <laughs> mean to tell me that day two of two lacrosse games. Lacrosse you guys not a burnout were... sport. I could, play, I could play a game every day of the week. All right, God, relax. <laughs> I definitely couldn't. Okay. Yeah, see? Six. Realist. Six. I spent This is probably... now on the podcast. You're going to yep. suit up at Placid this year. Uh, I would be suiting up at Kaniac. I've just yeah. been stipend to a summer league team. Stipend? I've been stipend. He's he's not getting paid. I suited up at Plattsburgh. I mean, uh, sorry. Plattsburgh? Yeah, you went up Plattsburgh. Plattsburgh. Right, right, right. Job, I you suited bum. up at Placid and played with my Plattsburgh boys. So there you go. How about that? Shout out to my Plattsburgh boys. Nick Delarada out there, all the boys. Appreciate you guys having okay. me there. I played Placid, great. So you, guys, I, I, I so you weren't banged up on a back-to-back game? Actually. This past summer? Yeah. Oh my God! I threw up the first game. <laughs> I was, of course, I was banged up. What do you mean? It's Navy completely. Wins. You got to put yourself into no, no, no. Right. a college athlete body here, though. Like yeah, when well, you were in college, you could like play mine. every day of the week. Yeah, I could, but I mean, I, I definitely get their point. Listen, they play back to back. I get that. I see that. That's and tough traveled. to do. They didn't travel. It was home. They were home both games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were both games. Yeah, Piz they were home wrong both on games. that reporting. They they were yeah. they were supposed to play in Charlotte. Well, they didn't. They didn't probably because the NCAA realized, oh, we're not going to make them travel. And go I on listen. Bus I definitely see. I the see game. the point, but I just don't think you can pick team of the week being Navy because they beat Mount Saint Marys by six in Queens. I'm sorry, just don't don't see it. So this is supposed to go to a vote on the table, correct? This is supposed to be uh, a unanimous decision. Yeah. From who we all think the team of the week well, this is. This is going to be a three-hour episode. <laughs> well, this is not going to be a three-hour episode whatsoever. I, I definitely get your point on on Navy. Um, I don't know if I could sway my vote over there. I don't know if Butters could sway his vote somewhere. But I mean, I have another. You said Duke for the same reason, back to back. 
I said Duke for the reason of their domination and how they scored 40 goals against yeah. two quality Which opponents. I mean, I'll, quality I'll, opponent. I'll be really quality. Listen, as a Duke fan, I'll gladly put my feet up on Duke and call it a weekend. All right, I'll I could definitely swing my vote to Duke. I'm gonna swing based on the dom- domination and and the fact that I was really like I thought for sure they were gonna that last game last night game was gonna be uh, a if it's between Duke and Rutgers I'm gonna go Duke because uh, of the Duke or two Navy. games it's between Boom, Duke sold. or Navy oh Duke. now it's between Duke and Navy Ugh. well obviously I'm gonna stick with Navy but got to keep it unanimous see like we did this we, we did the right thing all we had to do was mention Duke yeah and exactly. T was like oh. Yeah. Oh, Duke. wait. Oh, oh God, uh, I'll swing my vote. Duke. <laughs> hey, T, did we <laughs> get you over here? Swing something else. Oh, I'm on the Duke train. Oh, we're okay. on the three Duke train. Duke we're going to lock on Duke 3-1 to one here. Duke is going to be the team <laughs> of the week unanimous. here. At we got to move Crankers. the podcast along, too, people. Hey, no. next on, we're on player of the week. This one might get into uh, some real discussions here, but I'm going to start us off here with Dante Kulas. Like that he scored one. 14 points last year, all, all of last year. Came in real hot this week. Pretty much took over the offense. Five goals, three assists, first Marist, and I thought it was a great performance and very worthy of player of the week. I like that. I like that. He was up there with me t- uh, for me, too. I'm going to go with Jack Myers, Ohio State. Play with his brother, Pat, BU. Love you, Patty. Shout out, P-Mai. Um, no, but I think Jack just played. P-Money. P-Mai. He's oh, okay. um, No, but I thought he played just an absolute complete game. Four goals, five assists, with only two turnovers. Really only one because he forced a turnover. And then I mean he's six foot four, two ten. I love that thought process. Planet X, yeah. Really, really only one. I did that all the time. When I was, <laughs> yeah, I would look at like look at my stats, like all right. Well, that's wait. why your confidence is so high. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had six back. turnovers a game, but wait, I really, I mean, I checked the checked the ball out of the kid's stick so, three times. We'll so really, it's only three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think Jack. I mean, the chemistry that he had with that midi to uh, the transfer from Fairfield. I'm forgetting. I think it's Florida. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just thought I would say I would give Jack the slight edge over Coolest, just because I think Air Force is a better team than Marist. I'm on the I'm on the same wave. I, I had Jack as well. Yeah, I, yeah, yep. And uh, Piz, uh, we already mentioned him a little earlier today, but uh, I'm going with Dyson. Again, played two games, yep. so, like might outweigh some of the other guys. But I mean, eleven goals, two games. Definitely, definitely says a piece. Doesn't suck. No, definitely, definitely doesn't, doesn't suck. suck. I mean, seven, seven last night. Yeah, seven you, for eleven. You, yeah, seven for eleven shooting. That's the biggest thing. Like these guys that can shoot, like they have you know ten shots and they can eight of them. Yeah. It's like their shoot shooting percentage. It's like oh my god. It's <laughs> like when when you got a guy like my shooting you know, Dyson shoots from like between six and eight yards. Yeah, yeah, but you know, still there's you know there's something to be said about just be automatic. You know, you know from if anything from ten and in in his stick. 80% of the time it's going in. Yeah, I mean, so we, we got Kulas, Williams, and Myers all receiving votes for Player of the Week. I'm going to transfer my vote to Myers. He was my second guy. He's very okay. worthy there it is. of getting it. So I think we're going to go Jack Myers from Ohio yeah. State, Player of the Week I'm expecting here. big things from Jack Myers. My- Myers is a fair switch, especially like I mentioned with the Williams. Uh, yeah. He quote, was... Like he played two games. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, yeah right, 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 right. So those stats are a little skewed. Yeah. There you go. All right, we got Rookie of the Week coming up here. This better be unanimous. I think it is. Uh, yeah. I got Michael Myers out of Bucknell. Six goals, one assist on eight shots in his opening week. Ab- some absolute rockets. No shots inside six yards. <laughs> and we, we loved it. Rockets. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm all for that. I don't think they're really – I mean, eh, yeah, I don't think there's really a contest here. So, what was he? I six mean, for, yeah, six got on the board here. We got to see – That was Finn, my take. Finn, we got to see mm-hmm. Finn Thompson. I mean – 
I mean, you know, there's getting on the board and then there's doing what Mike did. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what I'm sort of trying to compare here. Yeah, yeah. It's a big Meyer weekend. Or, yeah, big Meyer weekend. Big Meyer pod here. So we're going to go Meyer, Meyer on Rookie of the Week. Player Old of the week. A little A little different spelling here. Yeah. Jack Myers, Michael Meyer. All right, so here we go. That was pretty quick. Well, Look at us. Not, not too quick. We got specialists of the week here, boys. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're going to have the same Specialists one. of the week could be a little bit crazy. I'll start us off again. I got William Helm. 2-0 yeah. this week, 71 save percentage, 24 saves, 10 goals against, lost me a bet. And <laughs> I thought I thought it was impressive that he even started and won this job because this was a three-man race here at Duke. Hmm. He came in and he just – he stops everything in tight. He, he, he reminds was, me a little bit of Concanon. Yeah. He was the transfer, right, from uh, – From St. Lawrence. St. Lawrence, yeah. Yeah, that's Duke, and that's two years in a row now Duke's gotten the transfer, right? Last year it was Adler yeah. from uh, St. Joe's, was it? Yep. Yeah. 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 That's uh, that's a good pick. I had Drew Blanchard from Ohio State, twenty-two, twenty-six, faceoffs, twelve GBs. So yeah, there's my pick. <laughs> Absolutely. What do we got over here? I had Will Mark out of Syracuse. Very nice. Had okay. a solid weekend. Yeah. Uh, playing in the dome, coming yep. you know on a little bit of a bigger stage. Yeah. I thought he filled up the cage really well. I mean, his first four or five shots, he looked great, seeing the ball well. Um, Q's struggled between the pipes last year. So yeah. kind of foreshadowing, I think that's going to be a big turning point for them gotcha. going forward. Just to clarify, I mean, we're talking specialists of the week. That means, you know, we're going goalies, face-off guys. Exactly. Folks yeah. listening out there. Yeah, goalies, face-off guys, specialists. Bro, I thought you were correcting me. And no, I was no, no. like, <laughs> you know, Will stands between the pipes. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. You know yeah. he is there. I, I saw him with <laughs> yeah. my own eyes. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, Piss, waiting for you. I uh, jumped on his when he said it. I oh, was with him. Okay. Wilhelm, so, so, what do we, so we had two for Wilhelm. Looks like my Blanchard. Oh, see, okay. Uh, we got two for Helm. We got one for Mark. Mark had very similar saves as Helm did, just in the you know the one game. So he had thirteen saves. And like, I think, and a seventy-two save percentage. I could kind of get on the Helm thing for the similar reason as to why I liked Will Mark. Uh, you know, stepping up from LIU, bigger stage. You know. Helm coming up from St. Lawrence, bigger stage, yeah. getting the job done. I mean, I'd be shaking in my boots between the pipes <laughs> on those big games, oh my God. playing in those, you know, especially for the schools that they're playing at. Uh, that was why Will got my mark, so I could switch. I think Helm was a little bit more impressive in the quality of save over sure. Mark. I think Vermont forced some shots, and he ate up a couple, you know, 18 to 20 yeah. yarders, which is crazy. But I think Helm, Helm is – the real deal and i was kind of even like looking at it more because i got to watch even though i'm a duke fan i got to watch more of the syracuse game yeah mm -hmm. uh just the way will looked in the net solid like even shots that missed his feet looked good his hands were fast he was on shots that might not have hit the, it just looked solid so yeah, he's I, legit and, and shout out to him getting his 500th career save that's that's pretty yeah, sweet, yeah it's uh, a big number to get but i'll i would switch my pick to helm because they were similar reasons with why i wanted to go with Wilmark. That's yeah. great. I'm good with hell. Yeah. So we are all set. Team of the Love week, it. we got Duke. Player of the week, we got Jack Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie of the week, we got Michael Meyer. And for our specialist of the week, we got William Helm. Do a quick little ad read here before we get into our next segment. Here at Blayton, we definitely love the game of lacrosse. It's part of the foundation that we're built on. But you know what else we love? Helping you get custom apparel that you need. No matter your reason for needing custom apparel, Blatant can help. Need lax uniforms for the upcoming season? Head to Blatant Lacrosse for a fully custom, sublimated uniforms. 
Have a team that wants a custom team spirit wear to show off their team pride? Check out Blatant Team Store to set up an online fan shop for your team. Maybe you just need to place a large order of custom-free T-shirts or polos for an upcoming event. Blatant does custom apparel too. No matter what your need is, Blatant has a solution for you. Visit BlatantAthletics.com to learn more about all these ways that Blatant can help you solve your custom apparel needs. That's BlatantAthletics.com to reach out and get started on your next custom apparel project. One more time, that's BlatantAthletics.com, the go-to place for when you need any kind of custom apparel. Here we go. So what we got next, we got our special segment, Contender or Pretender. We're going to go through some teams from this last weekend. On our, you know, contenders are really talking top 20 teams that can make some noise this year. And then pretenders, teams that just do not belong in the top 20. First on our list, we got Johns Hopkins, a team that was right on the twenty top 20 border this year. I had them outside. I'm going to go pretender. I, I don't think that they showed me enough here. And I'm going to say they land outside the top 20 this year. You think that was just a blah game between both parties? I think it was a blah game. I thought that there was... I've seen a lot more. I saw more impressive lacrosse from Bellarmine. All right. Relax, dude. Come on. Yeah, that was a little outlandish, but I'm also on with the uh, pretender. Um, I mean, Jacksonville, also a pretender. Um, But then, you know, Hopkins' schedule coming up. Georgetown, going to get pumped. North Carolina, going to get pumped. Loyola, most likely, will get pumped. Utah could be a game. St. Joe's, I like a lot. UVA, Syracuse, like... They're not going to fall in the top 20. There's just no shot pretending. <laughs> Get these guys to a gas station. Yeah. That's a lot of pumping. Yeah, pumping, bro. <laughs> I think we're on the same page there. Yeah, I was going to go pretender. Moving on, now we're on to Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, I mean, T I is also thinking pretender. Liam already said pretender. Both, both is go, pretender. Both pretender. I mean, guys, they're I'm gonna playing go, Duke. I'm going to go Jacksonville contender Pumped. because of their strength of schedule. So I think they're just going to start winning some games, and then they'll start getting votes top 20. Next thing you know, they're sitting at like 18, 19. What did you see from them that makes you think they could beat a top 20 team? Jacksonville? Yeah. I think just purely based on strength of schedule. So So let me ask you this I'm not saying anything really Jacksonville is doing, but I think the conference that they're playing in, they could definitely roll some teams. They'll get some votes. Facts. Real quick, we're just going to rapid fire these. Yeah. Jacksonville or Marist? Jacksonville. Jacksonville or Duke? Duke. Jacksonville or High Point? Jacksonville. Okay. Then All right. Then that's fair. Because I just see L, L, L. There's only and one team And that puts them there. at 0 and 4. We'll see. Okay. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I think if they – we'll see. I think they match up pretty well against Maris. Both those teams sort of got beat down. We'll see who's uh, who's the best of the bottom feeders here. I also don't think, though, that Marist or – who is it? High points their third one? Yeah. I don't think those are going to earn them many big points. You know, if they beat Duke, yeah, that'll give them, like, a reason to Let's be relax. in contention. I said if. Okay. <laughs> Not happening. Hopping on to the next yeah. team here. We got Navy. I'm going to go contender. I think they have a lot of depth. I think they're good between the midfields. I don't think they did anything too impressive week one, but I'm very excited to watch them moving forward. I'm going with pretender, believe it or not. I think it's too early to say contender. No, because of who they played. They played, like you just said, they played two-week teams. I knew making, they played. You're making an argument for team of the week here. <laughs> yeah. And now you're telling me and they're pretending. Because of the back-to-back. Oh, dude, that's a man. big thing. Are you telling me they just completely outplayed their talent level this weekend? No, I just think that because of Piz. who they played, it's not deserving yet. Piz. I didn't say they won't beat it in for the rest of the Tyler. season. Taylor. I was with you. This Navy thing, <laughs> and now you just <laughs> really your argument really crumbled up on itself oh, here, man. Dude, no, it didn't. They didn't play oh, anyone man. big to have a reason to be in the top twenty right now. 
right, so until I'm, that I'm, happens, I'm silencing you for no, now. Until uh, that happens, I got him as a contender. We have a mute button. I have him as a contender because I think the Patriot League's deep, stacked. So I think they're going to play some great teams. Yeah, just bouncing through their schedule through. too. I think they could compete. Yeah, I'll all go the contender. Way contender for sure. Top twenty. Sure. They got next up Bucknell. Impressive win over Mercer. Uh, Mercer's not too great, but they did put up twenty goals. Offense looked to be, you know, doing really well. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pass it off to Butters, and I'll, I'll finish this segment. Pretender. Just because I think they're too a little too young on offense, and I, I just think they'll compete again in the Patriot League. Patriot League's deep league, right? That's like a seventeen, you know, deep league. Yeah. They're gonna, they, but I just think they're gonna hit some bumps there in the middle of the season. Maybe playing against some Patriot League teams, and then you know, probably just. Dwindle out, but again, they're on the track. I think for sure, you know, with Meyer and then you know the other uh, Hopkins uh, freshmen. So Dutch, I, I would say pretend another year with him. Yep. Um, right now, I'm going to go with Pretender as well. Uh, you know, they're playing Bobby Moe next week. Then it kind of starts to get a little hairy. They go into Richmond. They get a little reprieve with Bellarmine. But you know, I, I kind of like what Liam said. I, I think they did play, even though they got pumped. Um, I think they played some pretty impressive lacrosse. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, the patty's deep, and, and you're just going to end up with headaches yeah. throughout the whole Patriot League. So, yeah, I'm going to go pretender for now, but could get on the Could be on Team Russ, yeah. You skipped, you skipped a big game before that Bellarmine one. Did you see that? That's that's going to be a pump. Harvard? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wasn't going to just I yell pump the I think there's, <laughs> I think there's four or five teams in the Patriot that they can beat. Uh, Name them. Lafayette. Name them. Lafayette. Holy Cross. Colgate, don't you dare say it. Lehigh, I won't say it <laughs> because I don't think I don't think BU. You. You're gonna you're gonna dump on Lehigh off the rip yeah. like that without even seeing them take one play of lacrosse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's incorrect. No, <clears throat> launch bet. Incorrect. incorrect. Well, he goes launch bet. You're gonna <laughs> incorrect. His is gonna be feeding the whole Lehigh this weekend. This. Lehigh this weekend against Fairfield. Bloodbath. Lehigh beats Lehigh covers that spread. Yeah, Fair, Fairfield's young. They were young last year. I think that'll be a closer game than expected. We'll jump into some of that stuff. For Bucknell, I'm going to go with contender in regards to being a top 20 team. You know, coming in unranked, obviously, we're, we're not saying Bucknell's going to win, you know, the national championship here. But I, I think they get into the rankings very shortly, and I think they make some noise in the Patriot League, finishing, you know, second or third place behind Boston. Look at that. <laughs> and then we got we got Penn State. Penn State put it on an absolute route on Lafayette. I'm going to go with Pretender here for top 20. I don't think they're a top 20 team. I think they're much better than last year, but uh, I'm not going to put them in my top 20. Yeah, I'll go Pretender. I just need to see a little bit more from them. Beating Lafayette's, yeah, good job. Well done. Yeah. But <laughs> well, let's see a little bit more. They got my boys they got, from Lafayette. They got, I'll sleep on Lafayette all day long. What are they like the um, leopards? Yeah, um, I think this will be a good test for them this weekend playing against Nova. That'll be definitely a big test. Um, you know, better team, see what they got, but need to see more out of uh, Penn State. I'll go Pretender. Can I plead the fifth on this one? <laughs> oh. No problem at all. Piz, you got anything? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna agree with Butters. Need to see some more before we put them anywhere. Yeah, I agree. And then we got uh, Syracuse and Vermont, both the uh, the next two guys. I'm actually gonna flip flop this. I'm going to go pretender on Q's, and I'm going to go contender on Vermont. E- even though the result was, you know, Vermont losing here in, you know, traveling to Q's, which is, you know, o- always a really tough place to play. I thought I saw a lot more from Vermont in the loss that impressed me than I did from Q's. 
Yeah, I think, you know, again, Q's ACC, right? I mean, can they get some early season, like, you know, do they beat, who's their first ACC game? UNC. Okay. On the 25th. Right, so that's not starting with like a Notre Dame or a you know a Virginia, right? So maybe they get some nice confidence from UNC. But again, backs I, it right up against Duke, though. Yeah, which is so like, it's nah. gonna be tough. I, I I'm gonna say Cuse is a contender for the Why top. Why is nobody talking about UNC? Yeah, I was gonna jump into that. <laughs> that is scary. <laughs> yeah, and I, Coach Brescia, I've read an article in South Cross. He's like, I love how nobody's talking about us. I, I saw the same. Love one. how nobody's talking about us. He's and saying, I think they, they had a good point, right? Like last year with with Chris Gray, CG. You know, they, he even said, like, you know, it was a one-man offense. I don't think that was a slight at Chris yeah. Gray. It's no, like when you all. have somebody that Chris Gray, you get him the ball, right? But now this year they got kind of guys, that, you know, more of a balanced attack, right? Petro's son being there, the I freshman. Mean, like, not to point out the obvious brush. Don't forget. Like, hey, they also the got Sean Goldsmith transferring from Mercer, who's – he's yeah. a stud. Yeah. Like, he's a kid that's going to make – Is that the Goldsmith – is he related to the – oh, no, that was Goldstock that was there, I think. Yeah. No, no, never mind. Never, he never. might not. They might not be talked about because they haven't played. Just a shot in the dark. You know, there's not <laughs> yeah, much yeah. to talk about. No, there. but I think even yeah. like the previews, like nobody's really for the ACC. Nobody's talking about UNC. So again, you know, and I think I like that kid Solomon too. I think he's playing attack this year for them. I oh, watching them. Pete, in do you know past. where they're ranked? Why, they're like why you put me on the white can hot seat right now? <laughs> you know where they're ranked? Because in two polls they're not. Oh, in one poll they're 19th. That's yeah. That's why no one's talking about yeah. them. I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's crazy. And, who, I mean, I, and, and they open up against with who this week? Mercer. Oh, God, Lord. Yeah. It's a gold, little Goldsmith <laughs> twist, revenge twist game. Twist is going to yeah. be all over I Mercer. Mean, I, heavy. <laughs> again, I don't know. I You know, the kids saw him that I watched the past couple of years. They always ran him out of the box. I always thought he was an attackman. Always, 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 always. And I think he's playing attack for them this year. Um, expect things, big things from him, too. So, yeah. Ooh, Mercer, Friday Night Lights against UNC. Yeah, I think the spread's, what, 11 and a half? That's going to drive the That'll recruiting kids way up. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be pumping. Get the gas station. Um, yeah, I think we're good on our contenders and pretenders there. We're going to jump into you know a little gambling here. We're going to go through game by game, give our best picks on anything. I want four best picks from all of us over here. So we're, we're going to start with VMI Queens. We got VMI minus seven and a half, Queens plus seven and a half. And this is a game that I would never bet. Because no. <laughs> I mean, there's just no. no if no. anything, maybe you take the over because it's 23 and a half. But still, I don't know if Queens. Is, I'm gonna keep it super real with oh, you. Uh-huh. Hell yeah, baby! I don't like the disrespect <laughs> on Queens's name, even after the pumping they just got. Bro, there's no disrespect on Queens's name. We're we're pumped there in D1. I'm not they're talking just, about. Not I'm not there. talking about y'all. I'm talking about our them being dogs right now. Y'all. Yeah. Especially at you, seven you think and a half. Should, you think they should be favorites? Not the favorites, <laughs> but maybe like a plus three. Give them a little love. It's not like they were a slouch team in D2. So, honestly, I could put a little chicken on the plus seven and a half and have them keep it close. Yeah, honestly, I want to give DraftKings and Vegas in general like a quick shout out because their lines were great. Like, I mean, obviously, it's not great for us if these lines are, you know, I was about to just say, every gambler across America just (laughs) hated you for giving the shout-out. It's very important for these lines to be decently accurate for them to continue to release them. They got us on high point. If they're getting killed, yeah, exactly. (laughs) If they're getting killed on the books, like, lacrosse could get scraped real quick. The fact that they're putting out good lines, close lines, means there's enough, you know, analytics behind the reasoning and. I'll say this, the whole the whole slate this week, I love some overs. Love mm-hmm. some overs. 
love. Especially love, after love, love. a, a low-scoring week in week one, they might have dropped a little bit. Except the boys, for what I thought the lock of the week overs. was with that 27 and a half in the Penn yeah, yeah. State Lafayette Yeah, we can game. touch on that. Yeah, we'll touch on that real quick. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought that was going to be high-scoring? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. you, dude. Great. What do you want, a cookie, bro? <laughs> yeah, I was wrong on that one. Case in right. point. Happens. Straight up wrong. It's all right. You know, what are you going to do? So, anyone throwing a pick down that first game? I'm going to do Queens plus seven and a half. Yeah. Oh, especially, especially at plus 105. I might have a little chicken there. All right. Well, I wouldn't met. touch that game. Nope. Okay, good so luck. don't. Good, good luck to both you guys. Uh, next game, Mercer, North Carolina. North Carolina is minus 11 and a half here. Uh, we got an over 25 and a half, which I think is pretty juicy. But uh, what, what do we got? Yeah, if I would I would take the over, 25 and a half. Yeah. I, I see UNC putting up 20. Uh, yeah, I, I, and I don't hate it at a minus one twenty. Yeah, know, get a little bit of money back there and keep on rolling for the week. Yeah, I like UNC with the points. What minus eleven and a half? You see, all the big dogs have covered. Yeah, I mean, all the big favorites. And yeah, yeah. The big dogs. Did anybody just pumped them twenty to six? He's had so. that shake like, oh yeah, I'm gonna lay a hammer on this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna really suck. Yeah, break out the hammer. There it is. Hammer don't down. touch me with that hammer. You got a hammer? You got a hammer down? You're not confident in the in the minus 11 and a half? No, you haven't even seen them play lacrosse, dude. The hammer. Did you don't anybody... need to see them play lacrosse. Okay, so did you sit, Mercer. Did, did you sit UNC. in the, Did you sit in the juice on any of the games last week that were big, heavy favorites that are supposed to be quote-unquote perennial powerhouses? Did you lay any of those wagers on uh, the huge lines? But they all hit. <laughs> That's fine. They all hit, but did did Piz put his money up? No, I didn't. I threw in like 12 stupid and why parlays. Did, and why did, and what was your reasoning? Because I threw in 12 stupid parlays. No, no prior. Uh, I don't know. I haven't even seen him play. Will they cover this big-ass spread? I'm a little biased. I'm a UNC fan. Okay. Take a hike. Go soak it. All right. Take a hike. We're, we're done with the Friday games there. I mean, two two games that should both be uh, easily won by VMI in North Carolina. But, you know, ho- hopefully for these guys, that game's a pretty close. Get that Queens plus seven and a half. This next one's so interesting. Then we're opening up Saturday. Very interesting game here. Uh, interesting spread for me. Uh, Virginia minus seven and a half over Michigan. Over under 25 and a half. I think the over under is a tough one to bet here, but I think Virginia minus seven and a half is a lock. Put your mortgage on it. Yeah. Yeah. All day. All day long. <laughs> I think that's extremely low. Like, I, I might have to get on. That yeah, that might move. Post, like, yeah. now. Like, yeah, I think like Virginia, post yeah. recording, like, that is wild to yeah. me. Michigan started really high last year, then lost, like, eight games in a row, but I, they're not there. No. Haven't been there. Never, they've never, they never arrived. Thought you were about to say never will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Virginia all day, minus seven and a half. It's very easily, like, it's a very easy school. I could also be another, that, that was another over I like, too, because I could see that, you know, Virginia, like, 20, 20 to 10. The only thing that bothers, it, it really reminds me of the Maryland-Richmond game from last weekend. Yeah, and that's that true. That game went over. It was obviously really good goaltending play, but was, you saw how Maryland just sort of dominated the game flow. I think that will be the same thing this week. I just don't know where the goals will go. Yeah. All right, then we got uh, some mute butters, Mike, here. Yeah. Uh, we got Vermont playing Boston. Boston's minus one and a half. Over under set at 22 and a half since butters left. They put that under very low. They know they're losing some good, uh, some good scoring power there. Yeah, three but, years uh, ago. Did you play Vermont when you were there? I did. Undefeated against Vermont in the career, 2-0. There you go. Yep. You know the overtime, all-time BU Vermont record? I don't think we've ever lost to Vermont. Yeah. All right, let's you know, uh, that, uh, could, that could be wrong. Probably before I got there, I, <laughs> I lost to Vermont. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, yeah, Point yeah. being, I'm all over the one and a half. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, for who? 
Boston. I think Boston. I think so too. I think BU's. They had two good scrimmages before. Played Rutgers. Played Nova. Got bodied by Rutgers. Beat Nova this past weekend. What were those scores like? Uh, I think against Rutgers it was seventeen eleven. The Nova they've won eleven five. Eleven five. So that's pretty low. That's sort of probably where we'll see this game flow in. Like I would. Yeah. A, I, a, a 10, I can see. Eight type I can of see game. the under hitting for. Yeah. For, Is this for one broadcasted too? Yeah. ESPN. Yeah, Patriot everything's games, broadcasted. ESPN. I got, got Wi Fi passwords for everything. Yeah. Um, All right, bro. I would. I already have my parlay in for the week. It's BU Moneyline. Yeah. Hopkins Georgetown over. All right, relax. Maryland. Maryland, Maryland We're Loyola. We're getting there, brothers. Yeah. I wanted to put that out there. What do you got something to do? <laughs> no, I just want to put that out there for America. Okay. <laughs> All right, next You're game. Welcome. I guess these boys are taking Boston. I'm gonna be laying off that. Piz, what are you doing on that game? Uh, I'm gonna go Boston Moneyline. Yeah, uh, we got three guys yeah, yeah, on Boston. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Next game Dogs we got by a million. Cleveland State and Ohio State. Ohio State's minus 11.5, over under 24.5. And, and it's the battle of the states here. <laughs> yeah, real uh, big battle. battle. <laughs> real big battle of the states. Cleveland State's really challenging. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, just I'm, I, will I watch it for 10 minutes maybe? But I'm just going nowhere near this game. My yeah, first I, wager ever on lacrosse mm. was on Cleveland State. I had it on. I had it on the legal book. They were like plus sixteen and a half against. I think it was opening against Michigan. I was like, "There's no way that they don't cover sixteen and a half." It was like a two goal game. Cleveland State has my heart forever, <laughs> but I'll not be touching this game. <laughs> That's like me with the uh, with the, uh, Hawaii. Don't mess with the Rainbow uh, oh, Warriors on the island. island. Not on the mm-hmm. island. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm not touching this game. I, I wouldn't touch it either. Okay. Okay. All right, ten for the poll, no touches. Uh, we got Delaware Lafayette. <laughs> Lafayette's plus six and a half, over under twenty six and a half. This is clear cut to me. Delaware's going to kill this team. Yeah, my six minus and a half six and a half <laughs> all day. Like I, I don't know if anyone would ever think of taking anything else in this, but no. Delaware minus six and a half. Yep, seems like a lock. Yeah, that yep. could that that could be a parlay booster just to get them odds up for an extra leg yep. if someone's looking to sneak something in. Yeah, I think yeah, Delaware's Delaware's going to be really good this year. Wow, what a snooze fest this next one is. Yeah, I yeah. Um, have a big X through it. UMass Lowell Quinnipiac. Yeah, Skip. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a competitive advantage there. I don't know what's going to go on. Yeah, that's when you just kind of, you know. Two yeah, places like with yeah, not like much not redeeming that. qualities. It's on at 12 o'clock with like six of these other really good games. You want to get it on your sixth screen, be my guest. <laughs> but then we got, we're going to one o'clock game here on Saturday Big game of the weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. John Hopkins playing Georgetown. Hopkins getting six and a half goals over under 23 and a half here. That's, I mean, to me, that's just over 23 and a half. I, I'll be completely honest with you. I think Georgetown could put up a 20 piece. That's on like over, 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 over 23 and a half for sure. <laughs> My concern is Hopkins scored 12 goals against single coverage. Um, <laughs> Now you're going to go against this Georgetown defense that That's if legit. they wanted if they yeah. wanted to play one on one you couldn't beat them. Yeah, I don't know if Hopkins scores more than five goals in this game, so I'm going to go Georgetown minus six. I, I like that too. Yeah, I like that too. I would. Sure. I don't know. You could get away with both minus six and a half, and then even maybe the over. Yeah, I think that's an extremely. Uh, I think Georgetown minus yeah, six and a half yeah, is getting. Away with I was the gonna murder. say touchable, but I didn't know. Could have got canceled. Attractive, attractive game. Um, moving on. Okay, yeah, this is the next one I like too. Yeah, Maryland Loyola love this over, twenty four and a half. Anybody have a read on Loyola? Um, yeah, they're going to be down this year. Down? They'll be down. They're not. I mean, to the Loyola we remember, I think they'll be you know maybe a fifteen to twenty ranked team at some point this year. But yeah, so down from maybe a down. typical Loyola. Yeah, but. this is one that I don't think I'm going to put any money on. 
but I'm very intrigued to watch and kind of learn what Loyola has because yeah. I do value Liam's opinion. I, mean, I Coach, can't believe I just said that on a podcast. But If I'm going um, anywhere, I'd go Maryland minus eight and a half just because how damn dominant they are. But yeah. I also like the over, but I'd stay I'd stay far away from this game as well. I love the over. It's a good one just to enjoy and watch. Yeah, that's that's more of the, what the I'm over. looking at for that. For well, it's going to be good. I'm t- Coach Toomey, the, that's too too much pride in that program for them to just like really slip up, have like an all terrible year. Yeah, my practice schedule <laughs> really jacks up the middle of these uh, <laughs> one o'clock hammer games. Here. <laughs> Liam, can you uh, work on that there, Coach? Oh, Rebels practices again? Yeah. yeah. Well, all you gotta do is retire. Um, <laughs> next game we got Providence <laughs> and Bryant. Bryant's minus two and a half. Providence beat Holy Cross last week, twelve to nine. The over under here is set at twenty three and a half, and I think this is a clear miss spread here. I'm going Bryant minus two and a half. Yeah, I this, think Providence is not very good from what I've seen. I think this is another get your mortgage out and lay it on this game. Um, for sure. I, I'm with Liam on this. Bryant, 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 Bryant. I think they're going to be very, very, very dominant. Bryant's also a team they like to push offense. Uh, they want to score as many goals as possible, and they don't really care about how many they let up. I would say over 23 and a half would be a really good play. And this is a real battle. Uh, My girlfriend went to Johnson and Wales. This is a real battle within the city of Providence. Like these guys, you know, they live in the same neighborhoods, all the college housing and stuff like that. So there's definitely good. I'm I'm excited to watch this game for sure. I think there's going to be some real rivalry here. So there's actually, so apparently the assistant for Providence, Browderson, was in like in line to get the Bryant head coaching gig. Really, like, had it and then got screwed out of it. Could be a little... Oh, so you think there's a beef could be a little beef where, game. Where did from? you just acquire that information from while scrolling I, your phone? I got inside sources. Oh, I don't wow. reveal my source. You just shot a text out and got that info? No, I no, can't no. reveal a source. Relax. Once again, I, I come prepared to the podcast. Oh, yeah. No, I was not. Had a feeling that this would come up, and this is perfect. So I'm going to go... I already picked Providence in our week, weekly week two picks here that we do at the office. I think Providence. Wow. <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> I probably wouldn't put any money on that. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I can't real stop taking steps yeah, back, yeah, yeah, butters. Yeah, you yeah, either yeah, go yeah. forward with I, it. All right, fine. This guy just <laughs> drops stats and then goes, "Ah, you know what? I'm I not going to put any money on this. I really don't trust it that much." But yeah, I'll take them. I think coaching is going to come up big in that game. And I like think I like Providence how they already have a game under their belts. This is Brian's first game. I feel like I, that I game that, just that, wasn't. That's a much bigger factor, I think. Getting getting a game under you early yeah. is, is very important. You, but you still keep your money where you you said Brian, right. I think Brian wins this game by six seven goals. I just don't uh, think the game versus Holy Cross was enough to say enough it was to, a game. Yeah, like I was expecting a bigger outcome from Providence playing them. Right. Yeah. So Broderson was at well, Bryant before, and then went to Providence. So in that in that Providence game, I watched that game very closely. Providence was up early. They got into some trouble with flags. Then they stopped clearing the ball, and they were in panic mode for almost one and a half quarters where Holy Cross was coming at him, coming at him, coming at him. They ended up, Ryan Bell hit one uh, hit one pretty late to go up by two, and then they scored a real easy one at the end. But that, that was a one-goal game for like two quarters. And Holy Cross stinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not great. I always, I, I always had tight games at Holy Cross, though. Really? Yeah, always. I don't know why. Joe was nuts, but... <laughs> Always tight games, especially like early my my freshman year they beat us. Playing under the bridge, or the, the so highway. My freshman overfest. year, my freshman year we had to go to Holy Cross. Was winter gets into the playoffs, and they brought out, they packed out their little uh, their little stadium there. They got there, um, but they packed it out. Chirp in their goalie, like you know, 
tossing out personal chirps, knew some girlfriends' names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the worst. So, yeah, all credit to them for that one. Good job. They beat us. That was great. The but. best was at LeMoyne. Some dude just kept calling me shit stain McLean because <laughs> I had, like, a little mark on my, like, legging. And, dude, it was getting so outlandish. Yeah, they yeah they, they, they did their homework for sure. So you got to respect that, honestly. I love that. Respect. <laughs> Uh, who do we got up next? We got, ooh, Fairfield and Lehigh. Yeah. I don't know much about either of these programs this year, but uh, Lehigh's minus four and a half. It seems like a favorable spread there and over under 24 and a half. Imagine Meyer was still there. I would mm. take <laughs> or going there. I would take Lehigh spread. Yeah, I think that's I think a pretty safe the, play. I think they're just the better program all around. Yep. Coaching, <laughs> everything, all above. Conference play, you know, the conference they play in. Just all around. Lehigh plays like that tough, just physical, in your face. Yeah, yeah, be honest yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, and Patriot aren't aren't too far and away. I, I haven't looked That's at it so yet. False. And Liam's a little more well versed on what DraftKings allows you to do and not do. This might be one that I'd be interested to throw in a teaser. You know, with like a Georgetown get the points down a little bit, and maybe a Delaware and get something working there. Bro, this ain't basketball. Yeah. Can't be throwing teasers out here. Why not? College lacrosse, you can't move anything. Whatever it is, it is. Just well, the lines are stuck. So I mean, Liam, there's no all line. Liam shouted out Vegas and DraftKings prior. Y'all <laughs> need to get on that. <laughs> need to get on that. Lacrosse. They, don't, they, they would never do it with single-digit scoring. Like They don't do it with soccer. They don't do it with baseball. You can't get it like a tease. I mean, maybe. We'll let the people get a couple dubs. <laughs> we'll give it back. Just let us get a couple wins. I'm waiting in. for that free uh Ten dollar same game parlay for uh, Lax coming like up. Like something. Lehigh's not going to lose a face off this weekend. No, big, 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 big Mike. Yeah, no. he's not. They're not losing a face off. Yeah, he's that, that's big. That dude is an early pit. preview for absolute, specialist of the week next week. Yeah, absolute <laughs> fire hydrant. Yo. Yeah, he's, he's a unit. Yeah, he's he not. He's yeah. he's next level. Um, All right, next up we got possible game of the week: Bucknell versus Robert Morris. Bucknell's minus three and a half after a nice showing last week. Uh, what, what are we feeling there? You're calling a possible game of the week on this one? Yeah, calling that came a possible game of the week. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not throwing shade. I'm actually just curious as to your reason of why. I think Robert Morris is very, very unknown. Bucknell is very up and coming. And if a team in this matchup destroys the other, they're going to be ranked. That's that simple. Facts. That's, I mean, yeah, listen, I just, yeah. Um, from a gambling standpoint, um, I think that's a great line. You said destroys. Do you think one team puts a beat down on another? Or you no, think it's I, I think one? it just has a I – th- I hope it's a close one. I think it should be a close one. The line is set, I think, perfectly. I just – I think if a team comes away out of this game with a you know eight-goal win, it's going to be very impactful to the polls. From I, like, ga- I like Bobby Moe with the points. Yeah, from a gambling standpoint, I'm probably going to stay off. Um, a little biased towards wanting uh, – Bucknell to catch some dubs with Myers and uh, Tanner Jermaine. You're going to be in trouble in the next couple of years when there's you know Rebels on Every half team. of the Division One <laughs> programs. You're, you can't be rooting here and there, man. All right, so I'm going to take my time now <laughs> while I could be biased and, and deal with it. Um, but no, nah, uh, probably not going to take it. Just be intrigued to watch as a fan, but yeah, I'm going to stay off. I'm going to agree with you on that. All right, Piz, you're going to take over this one. We got Marquette versus Utah. Utah's <clears throat> minus one and a half, over under set of 22 and a half. All right, so like I said, I, I apologize to Marquette, but uh, we're going with the Utes, minus one and a half. You might have to apologize to Marquette again next week. No. Marquette smacks no. around. It's fine. It was one time Marquette's going to be you out of their so? little bubble mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I hate this game, not touching it. 
Oh, I thought you said that Marquette. You think Marquette smacks him around? No. Yeah, no. Nah, um, again, probably another game that you didn't see enough from either team last week. Utah yeah. got smacked, and Marquette smacked Lindenwood. Like yeah. again, maybe to add as another leg into a parlay, if I throw one that one seventy five, just again to add another leg. But again, I didn't see enough from either group to really make a decision there. We got uh, Denver Air Force here. Denver minus four Denver. and a half. I feel like this could um, be unanimous. Yeah, Denver. Denver minus four and a half. Yeah, love that. Love okay. it. Yeah, love that. That's a four piece. Four piece chicken tenders. Next game, we got <clears throat> Towson and Mount St. Mary's. This is a game that historically has been very close. Uh, Towson's minus five and a half here, and the over under set at twenty one and a half, which is the lowest of the week. This game went to OT last year, right? This game's went to OT. I think three of the last yeah, five years. That's what I was about to say. I think Woo-hoo. this five and a half is a little <laughs> steep. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, again. Bias I mean, towards you know Liam's brother being a Towson Tiger for a while. I do like the Tigers, but he's no longer there. Probably just watch the game and lay off. Yeah, they got they got Berkeley at the midfield back. Yeah, they got uh they got a few returners. You know DeMeo's they have a back. new Kibo Demeo's back, and he's just an absolute watermelon coming through the lane. He's yeah. just running over people. If he yeah. can get his shot down, he's gonna have a special season. But I think Mount's a little bit down this year. I think Towson comes away with the win, but I'm, I'm avoiding this game. Too many points. I like yeah, the over here. 21 and a half. Yeah, that's low. Yeah, that's low. Very low. Probably be like a 9-7 game, and I'll, I'll lose it, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got two games left on the slate. We got St. Joe's. A lot of us are expecting big things from them this year. Minus 9.5 over Sacred Heart. Over-under set at 25.5. It's a late game on Saturday. What are we feeling here? It's like I'm, like I'm confident in St. Joe's, but like, dude, nine and a half is a lot of points. Yeah, it's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. You got to win by ten. Like this is a game that that there was a money line available. I would maybe lay in the juice. Lay in the just, juice, what minus a thousand, ten thousand, <laughs> and just catch my bread back real quick. But like, this is, I think St. Joe's rolls. I mean, I they're one of my dark horse picks for making a little bit of a tourney run. Um, St. Joe's beat him by seven last year, 14-7. I wish you had some insight on St. Joe's or his army. What happened with that scrimmage last weekend? Honestly, for the sake of the podcast, I'll put the chicken on the nine and a half. I like Minus it. Nine and a half. <laughs> yeah. You're riding with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it was a seven-point game last year, St. Joe's returned a lot of people. I don't have much faith in Sacred Heart um, as a program, so I'm going to ride St. Joe's. I like it. Anything on that, Butters? No, I I just I mean that's a lot of points, but we got that already. Yeah, <laughs> I. So you just took St. Joe's minus nine and a half? I didn't, for the sake of the pod. No, yeah. no, you didn't. You, that, took you can't. Heart. We we already went over this. Stop backtracking yourselves. You either go all in, or you're not in at all. I mean, I opened me saying for the sake of the pod, I'm gonna take the nine and a half <laughs> with St. Joe's. Yeah. So I'm not retracting. Yeah. I'm just reiterating to what. Mr. Butters was asking me. Hate it. All right. You like anything, <laughs> Butters? I <laughs> uh, hate it. No, I'd say I'm going to stay away from this game. All right. Then, uh, second possible game of the week. We got Penn State and Villanova. This should be an absolute barn burner. Yeah. This Penn one State's I- minus one and a half. Over under is at 25 and a half. And I will be peppering that over. I think I would also, I like Villanova money line. Plus one a, little va- a little value play. Yeah. Plus 105. Toss that in a little parlay. Maybe. Yeah, I love Villanova was one of my favorite teams going into this week. I thought, like, at a close game, they have a clear edge. And then someone told me 
that High Point ran over Villanova. And then I saw High Point last night, and I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I think we were talking in your office yesterday. This was I'm going to try to retract that scrimmage that happened and just remember <laughs> scrimmages don't really count for anything and stay with Villanova as well. Right. This, this was, yeah, that's a Sunday game. This was the game where he said, like, the picks throughout the week are going to go back and forth on, oh, on, yeah. on where to put the money. If that gets up to, like, plus two. Yeah, this is going to be a game time decision for me. I'm interested in the game. Yeah. Hopefully, get a couple more dollars on the DraftKings like account before the Super Bowl takes off. Yeah, I like the um, value. Nova money line. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna post all of our four favorite plays to the Crease Crankers podcast as well as Blade and Lacrosse Instagram. Make sure to follow both of those. Are we guys? Are we all set over here? We're all good for this week. Yeah, roll dogs, baby. Oh yeah, Royal Dogs. We got a lot, of, a lot of big teams out. We got alumni playing from Butters. Boston's gonna play some Vermont. A lot, a lot of good games. Enjoy the games. Best of luck betting, and uh, have a great week. Thanks, everybody.